0: still burping up like the taste of beets the the pickled beets like the next morning like the the peanut butter the bag of peanut butter cups you gave me helped but yeah I left those there for a reason yeah I know you did those are disgusting Uh, I I
1: saw them and I told Jordan about it and he's like please tell me there's a video on it and I I pulled up your stream recordings and I showed him I had to find it I finally found it it started crying
0: it's up on Twitter I need to get I need to get it on the YouTube and Probably t- How do you feel about TikTok? What What are your thoughts on TikTok? Uh,
1: I guess it's technically necessary evil. I mean, I enjoyed vines when they were out, and I get that it's just like the predecessor to it. But it's, I don't know. I, I feel like people go on there and there's some like really like honestly the, the things I go for and I say it ironically are the the cringeworthy TikToks
0: because
1: mm-hmm. it's it's like why.
0: See, I like, I do like the cringe, just like you mentioned. I don't like the ch- the like fuck shit up at your school challenges that they're doing. Like, I guess that was back in August or September where high school kids are like fucking up like bathrooms at schools because it was a TikTok challenge. Like the shit you hear about, the shit you hear about on the news. Which, whenever you hear about stuff like that on the news, it's usually only one person or two people doing it. I, I always found it funny because the news. Oh, what was it? Is middle school or high school? Like the news was talking about the condom challenge, where kids yeah. were taking condoms, putting them up their nose, yeah. and trying oh, to get down to the other nostril, sucking them in, sucking it in through one nostril, and pulling it out of the mouth. Yeah. I guarantee you, there was like maybe one or two YouTube videos, but because the news reported on it, more kids were like, "People are doing like, let's that. Do it. We should do that." And that's what happened. The news loves doing that.
1: <laughs> let's make our own stories. Hey, kids, don't do this at home.
0: But yeah, those pickled beets. If I had to describe them in one word, tasted like you pulled it out of a fish bowl that's been in a fish bowl for years. It's been in a fish bowl for years, and you stuck it in your mouth and ate it. So
1: I thought about it: an abandoned fish shop that somehow the fish survived, but haven't been cleaned and fed, and they've been eating each other. So we're talking pretty,
0: pretty rough, pretty rough fish or pet shop.
1: Right. So the taste was like that. Like it's it's been there for years or still alive. You take like a sip of the water. And then, as far as like consistency, it tastes. It felt like an olive.
0: I still, I still need to Google what exactly people use that for because it, I don't. The only
1: thing I found was it replaces regular beets. That's it. And it's like, okay, well, who puts beets in anything anymore?
0: What do you What are you eating beets for to begin with? Like, what What do beets What, what do beets for? I need to know.
1: I assume it's kind of like a like a uh, yeah, I guess like a cranberry type deal.
0: I uh it's oof. I just know. just know that I will never eat another thing of beets again. Don't not worry, They're that.
1: going in the trash. They're going into the trash can after this.
0: Oh no, Josh, you froze.
1: Now I'm unfrozen now.
0: Now you're unfrozen. Okay, I know what the issue is. There you are. You keep changing there you uh... are. You should be you should be fine now. Yeah, you're yeah. good. You're good. Uh, you're so unfrozen. Un- make sure we're not frozen. I had to get my sheet, so what was going on, so I kept looking away from you, because I had everything, I had the screen away from the camera, I was like, I need to look over here for our visual watchers, for our viewers, Uh, everybody, welcome, this is Smashing Game Time, oh, Josh, how's your new year been so far?
1: Dude, this year sucks already, (laughs) can we go back to 2021, at least then it was okay,
0: uh eh, 2021 sucked too so we are smashing game time this is episode i believe it's five today we're looking at 2002 if folks if you haven't already head on over to apple head on over to wherever you're listening to podcasts and leave us a review that's how the podcast people know that you like us and will push we'll us, us to other people that is true uh we're just about everywhere we've got seven different ones there was we're on stitcher we're on anchor we're on spotify we're on apple we're on google there's two more. We're also available on YouTube. Uh, we don't have our own YouTube channel yet. Gonna work towards getting that, but you can find us at Nick Fat Knight. Josh, how pissed were you when I started this and didn't have your name on the podcast?
1: I was a little salty. I'm like, really? <laughs> I, mean, I, I get that it's your thing. Where you started it. But come on. I'm, it's a 50-50 thing right now. I at didn't. Least right now.
0: I didn't know Anchor allowed two names, but now if you go search for it on any podcast thing, it's there. It's it's there. I swear.
1: I've seen it. I I can confirm it's to everyone, so we can't be too upset with him. If you're joining his legs.
0: (laughs) If you're joining us from last week's podcast, Josh won the recap or Josh won the speed cap competition. I think what was the final score? 47 to 27 or something like that? Yeah, something like that. So I definitely made mine way too easier for him for Metal Gear Solid 2. And I thought
1: I made mine way too easy for you.
0: So we're gonna we're gonna make another set. We're gonna have another set of speed caps. Uh, the next one will be next week. The game will be decided upon after a quiz at the end. Uh, We're going to have a quiz on Pokemon Generation 3 for Josh because he did so well at Generation 2. I did not. And if he he gets more than five, he can pick the game. Otherwise, I'm picking the game that I'm doing. And I'll be going first because I decided I'm going first. Uh, And this time, what we're competing for is the loser has to uh, build a designated a lego set in the backseat of a moving car i don't know how we're going to record that we're, we'll find a way
1: we'll figure something
0: out. we'll figure something out we are savvy we are savvy as hell i should have shaved i'm looking at my neckline right now so again if you haven't left a review please stop by give us your stars give us your words and we'll read them live right here in this spot we would have more time we have more time for reviews right now that's why we're just shooting the shit josh before we get started you got anything else
1: give me reviews i don't care how terrible they are i know we suck i want to know i want to read josh I just illiterate i have to learn
0: josh just wants to be told how naughty he is so go ahead and leave I'm a review a very bad boy leave a review about how bad josh is what do you say we get into the games let's do it let's get into the games then Right out of the gate, January 22nd, Medal of Honor, Allied Assault. I got a clip for this. We got a clip for this one, Jimmy. Let's uh, let's go over there. When you haven't done an episode for two weeks. Oh, no. What happened? Oh, here we go. When you haven't done an episode for two weeks, it's a little rough. Here we go. You see see the beauty of it, Josh?
1: Ah, uh, yes. It's been a hot minute, but
0: Ugh. Storming Normandy has never been so real. Look at it. <laughs> was this as they
1: were starting to slowly introduce uh, aiming down sights in games and first person shooters? Uh, they 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 had oh, aiming down. Still... Well, I, knew, like, I knew they had some in some games, but it wasn't like a regular thing. Where nowadays, if you have first person shooter and you can't aim down your sight, you are basically just, you're screwed. That's your whole game.
0: Yeah, sight aiming. side aiming's been around for a while. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who started it. I do know. I did find a little fun fact on this one. It was the. First, like, so you know how PC games have basically the DVD box now? Yeah. This was the first game to do it. So it was first game to get away from the big boxes, from, like, the CD boxes. Like, this was the first DVD PC game.
1: Oh, ah, okay. I mean, if we're going to be honest, though, at least nowadays, modern-wise, PC games has, like, gone away from it. The only games that even carry CD boxes anymore, DVD boxes, World of Warcraft, Diablo Three. Are you, uh, and are are you talking the about the cheap PC games?
0: Are you talking about the big ones? or just No, even the, even the smaller ones.
1: Big and small. Well,
0: well, everything these days now is a little placard. <laughs> like a little like, oh, here's the code for the game.
1: Well, it's not even that anywhere at this point. It's all digital. There's no point in having a physical copy because, let's face it, computers nowadays don't even have a DVD drive unless you build it to that specific or buy it
0: right and then like so like the collector aspect so that's where that's where NFTs come in because the collector aspect like there's no box there's no manual so what are you collecting for your game
1: I just do what I do buy physical copies of uh console games that you absolutely enjoy Jeff's or right. you know they're going to be phenomenal
0: I'm doing it <laughs> I'm
1: doing oh, it know, you know I, you know me I've got my Return of Samus which I got for 20 bucks I was pretty happy about that and then I've got uh Persona 5
0: i Those are my two right now I'm still really upset that Metroid Fusion was so expensive.
1: Yeah, I'm more upset that Super Metroid's so expensive.
0: I I had a feeling that one would be.
1: I knew for a fact that was going to be, but it's like at one point in my life we had we had all these games that are like worth hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars.
0: We were just and kids. Like,
1: we were just kids. We had no idea. We had no idea. My Nightshade would be worth something right now, Nick.
0: Josh, I can buy you a sealed copy of Nightshade. <laughs> no strings attached pretty oh, cheap <laughs> so february 3rd this is the north american release so again we're still in a time period where everything had like different releases this is sonic advanced
1: oh man
0: which if you look through the rose-colored glasses everyone's pretty nostalgic for it i think it just looks like another sonic probably a slow like look at how slow he is oh he almost hit the spikes there is there anything is there anything more daunting than the uh sonic under underground or underwater like sound of like the like that was the first source of anxiety as a kid i ever had
1: well correct me if i'm wrong nick this is the first sonic on a nintendo console
0: you are 100 percent correct that was the other big deal was sega had i think the year before just announced like hey we're done we're done with the, the, dream, we're, yeah, the dreamcast cast is held and we're sunsetting it and then this was like a year later they're like fuck we got to put sonic out somewhere and then they I'm did. Like,
1: this, was, this was like one of their last attempts, or one of the last attempts to try and like save the company. Because at this point, the company had been failing between the Dreamcast and uh, it, game it was sales. in a pretty
0: it was in a pretty bad spot. So they did what they usually Nintendo won't do, and they went to Nintendo and put it out on a Nintendo console. It's brave. They hey, I, but now look at Sega. Look at them.
1: I mean, heck, look even look at Sonic. Sonic's making a huge comeback right now. Not only <sighs> his games but even in video properties, his second movie's coming out.
0: When we all have grandchildren, I guarantee you Sonic's gonna be a bigger movie star than he was ever in games.
1: Oh, I agree. I mean honestly, the fact that I mean, you've got these huge names playing all the care or all these extra characters, including Doctor Robotnik, and they're all fantastic. The story so far has been good. Like it was one of those you you first saw it when they had like the original their original development of Sonic, and you're like, "Oh god, this looks oh, terrible." Oh, the
0: original 3D model is terrifying. And I, uh, then they
1: fixed it; It looks so much better.
0: I'm pretty excited by Idris Elba uh, voicing Knuckles. I think that's a pretty good casting. I'm glad that he's got he's getting better with getting roles because someone was someone was fucking that man. Someone oh, easily. Was, someone was like just like, "Oh hey, Idris Elba, um, yeah, do you want to be in this Dark Tower movie right right?" across from Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) That movie was so bad.
1: It was, but I I loved the books. So that's why I gave it like, I was like, okay, I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. But then I watched it. I'm like, oh my God, what have you done?
0: No no more benefit of the doubt for you. (laughs) I'm sorry. Your, your, your doubt benefits have been taken away. Agreed. So February 12th, this one I only brought up because I didn't realize this until I read the Wikipedia page. So February 12th, state of emergency came out. This was the, this was uh, Rockstar's, like, non-G... Like, I guess they're more arcade GTA game. Josh, did you know this game is set in 2023? Or at least the first part of the game is set in 2023.
1: I did not know that.
0: This is the future we are heading towards. <laughs> we just
1: beat the sh- uh, crap out of convicts and stuff?
0: It's like a... um I forget the exact story, but, like, the government's taken over and, like, different groups are just... Like, it's just... Life is just it's the purge. Cast. Life is just the purge. And they did I do a second it's... one of these eventually. This doesn't look fun. I was watching a bunch of gameplay of this and I was like, oh, this is, like... This is, like, 2000... This looks like fucking 2002.
1: It does. It reminds me, it reminds me of, give me, like, uh, Dead Rising, set, setting in a mall mm-hmm. with GTA-style... But, in taxi driver mode.
0: Now, when we Our crazy taxi. when we get the taxi. to the year Dead Rising comes, I'm going to gush over that game because I think that game set up a lot of things that we're seeing in a lot of games now. But yeah, I kind of I see the Dead Rising that you're seeing. What I don't like is how the main character is lighted differently than all the other characters.
1: Yeah, they're all darker, and he's like really light.
0: So so he's got like a he's got a backlight on, him, and everyone else is just like a normal person it's it's kind of like that thing in movies where like have you seen baby driver yeah so you know the spoilers for baby driver i think it's five or six years old at this point so cover your ears if you don't want baby driver spoiled you know the scene where jamie fox gets impaled on that thing Mm -hmm. i just realized i saw a movie with jamie fox like two jamie fox movies on the same day that day i saw it but so that that beam he gets impaled on has a red like flag like flailing from it yeah. And it's normal in movies to, like, have some kind of red imagery on something that's going to kill somebody. I've always hated that because once you find, once you hear it, you start seeing it in all these other movies. You're like, son of a bitch. Like, Right. It just kind of spoils it for you once you know it's a thing. But, yeah, no, I'm not crazy about this. I think Rockstar literally should have just stuck to their guns, which they did guy, after I this. Got
1: super, they got super lazy with this. I'm just realizing this. That whole mob he just fought literally the same exact sprite like there is not a single <laughs> not difference a s- difference. Like, single
0: difference the
1: only, the only thing that made this one right here that he's beating him to death right now different was it didn't have a bat
0: oh he's got a katana now this is gonna be nasty but yeah uh, you could get away i feel like you could get away with it back then now it's not some oh how'd you miss that hit somebody sorry this is a right, this is a get podcast. Get this yeah, is a we're, po- get we're getting we're getting too into this video. I'm going to close this because the people who are listening are like, what are the, what the hell are they talking about? Again, we're already through the first two months of the year. Oh, I'm sorry, we're not through February yet. We're we got a little more to go. Gotoro man, Guitaro man, which I believe is a spiritual successor to Parappa the Rappa. I think it's the same team
1: that was a fun
0: game this came out february 18th, and this one this one's big if you look at it you can kind of see like oh hey like that reminds me of some stuff they would later on like it's not the same people who did all the music games but oh that reminds me of some rock band type stuff that reminds me of all these different beat games it specifically reminds me of uh what's the one the with the dj was that dj hero
1: yeah, DJ Hero.
0: Kind of reminds me of the gameplay of DJ Hero with the, the wiki, wiki, wiki. But yeah, it's also got the narrative of Parappa the Rappa. This is on ps I think this is also Dreamcast. It looks, it still looks pretty good, even though we're looking at a an up-res version of it right now.
1: I mean, what's crazy about this, too, is these types of games are actually making a comeback. I don't know if you've heard or seen Friday Night Funks.
0: Mm, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. What is Friday so Night Funks.
1: Ha- uh, so it's more of like a, it's a, definitely an indie game, of course. Um, it's got more of like a Peppa the Rappa type deal where it's direct arrow directions mm-hmm. and stuff, but uh, the concept is very similar to that, but you are uh, or you are an up-and-coming rapper who's starting to date like this like really, or not date, but you're trying to basically go out with this really attractive girl at your school, and you find out that her parents are basically like super influential, rich, and... Evilish to an they're like devils and stuff. And oh, I was
0: just gonna ask, are they rappers and you kind of have to rap the way into their hearts?
1: You like basically, you're trying to work your way into like the family and everything. So, like, you uh, at one point, I think you rap against the parents, you're up against like somebody they've hired, uh, the, the cool guy at the school, like, you rap against all these other people. It's really good. And I've, there's a lot of videos on it. I recommend just taking a look at it when you have a chance. Or send,
0: send me a link after the show. I'm gonna take a look I at know. it,
1: but yeah, it's really cool. And actually, the soundtrack is pretty good too, like, for an indie game. I'm not going to lie, indie games have gotten a lot better in not only the sense of game direction and story, but music composure as well. Like, it's getting really good.
0: Have you seen, have, I mean, I don't know if you've watched a lot of Game of the Year stuff, but we're, and we're not doing a Game of the Year, by the way, because we review They're all right. the years, but I've seen Inscription win a lot, I've seen Chicory win a few, like, in, yeah, it's, indies, indies be banging right now.
1: Because they can actually listen to the fan base, or they are the fan base, compared to AAA titles who are like, oh, well, we're going to do what we want. And that's like, that's great and all, but you're going to lose the majority of your fan base. That's the reason your games stay alive, or people even buy it.
0: Yeah, listen to the folks. Like, Com- Company of Heroes has, like, a committee, which I is cool. I think more games should have a committee. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that, like, fans know what's best, but, like, having your having your finger on the pulse and talking to those people, I think is going to help your game, especially if you want it to have long legs. Now, if you're just releasing it and you're like, okay, we're on to the next thing, that's one thing. But if you're looking to have a long shelf life, having a committee like that, I think, can help your title in the long run.
1: My only example of it that's showing that needs a bit bad is like if you look at Rockstar, they don't listen to their fan base when it comes to GTA, but they do add a lot of content consistently where if you look at Reddit online... A lot of them are crying like, "Hey, we need something." We're you know we're having, we have a dying community, and Rockstar is just kind of like, "We don't care." Even though Red Dead Online is fairly newer compared to, well,
0: and that's just like the, Online. that's just like the people who bitch about three four three and Halo right now with it losing all of its players. Like, guys, there are so many games now. Like, people are going to like, yes, it's free, but people are going to leave. Like, that's just the that's the business right now. Like, people are going to go to the next thing because. Things just keep coming out. No one's going to stick with something unless you give them something to stick with, or like if you like if you're looking for a long, long shelf life and plan on like Halo Infinite, like Infinite is in the name, so I get I get why they're complaining. But also like you have to have something where it feels like more of a community, like the developers and the publisher talking with the community and having the community in on it because that's the only. I mean, look at Rocket League, look at Fortnite. Uh, these are getting long in the tooth, Josh. <laughs> we're trying to let's we'll
1: just just keep we're going. We're, stuff trying stuff. To, we're, we're trying to we're trying to get this get down
0: running. to an we're trying to get this down to an hour. Uh, okay, Jet Set Radio Online. Future. So this came out on Xbox. This was February 25th. Josh, did you know they're doing randomizers for this one.
1: Actually, I did not know they were doing randomizers for this. I one.
0: was I was reading this. I was like, really, a randomizer? This, I think. I look at this and I see the sunset overdrives of the world. I see just those fast-paced run around the world, like crackdown. Once you once you get a certain point with your jump abilities and crackdown, this is basically like those are basically the same thing.
1: Yeah, no, no, I hundred percent agree that this is. I mean, I, I I agree. That's all I can say is I agree to that.
0: I just remember all the inline skaters like dancing weird, and it's funny because I think inline skating's kind of kind of working its way back into the zeitgeist, which I have no problem with. I wish all those skaters the best. <laughs> this one, this next one's a little self-indulging, just because I'm kind of an RTS guy right now. Kind of, come on. Uh, March 26, Army Men RTS. I believe this was this is from Pandemic Studios. The team that would go on to do all the de- the destroy all humans games that everybody loves, uh, it's which an R- love it. it's an RTS. This is their like this is very out of their portfolio. So I just thought it was very weird that Pandemic was making an RTS for the Army Men, which I think theme wise like is really cool. But this looks like shit. <laughs>
1: well, let me ask you I think though this is 2002, so this is still. I mean. If you compare it at the time to like the Command & Conquers or, um, Oh, yeah, Nick, what's another RTS at the time? I can't think.
0: Uh, whoa. how old Age of Empires 3 at this point?
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. I mean, it, 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 for the time, I would say it was probably up there as being pretty good or at least decent, where now, obviously, if you compare it to nowadays, it's like it did not age very well. There are a few games, at least, that can Aoe, age well.
0: but this AOE did not 2. Age well. AOE 2 aged very well. So I was playing, by the way, I was playing StarCraft the other night. And I was talking to Anthony. I was like, Yeah, yeah. this game I was like, Yeah, this game came out the same year as Gears of War Three and then I had like a oh shit moment, like Gears of War One is older than StarCraft Two. Like it was it was one of those. Oh wow.
1: I didn't even think that I realized
0: it. That- like just like when you look back and compare things, like, oh yeah, this came out before this and that but one feels one feels like it would be newer, but you're like See, I just saw your face. I get, like, <laughs> that like, was... It hit me. It hit me. I'm like, oh, my God, that's true. That was one of my, like, whoa, hold on. Hold, hold the phone. Uh, April, so we're skipping, we're skipping ahead. A bunch of games came out, but, we're, again, we're hitting the important ones a, as we leave Army Men RTS. <laughs> um, <laughs> Remake came out April 30th, which the surprising thing about Remake, to me, is it came out only six years after the original. Only six. Only six. The original came out in ninety six. I'm pulling up the video now. They're going through a door. It's very spooky. Ninety. Yeah, it came out in. Oh, the timing on that. Jill popped up in the door frame. It was the door. The door you go in where it's like right on her. Timing was right. perfect. If you're on audio, you missed out on a special treat. Go watch it. Uh, yeah, and I, they did so much to this. This was this was part of Nintendo and Capcom's deal where. Capcom was gonna do, I think it was five or six games, and that, that deal included like the pno threes, the Beautiful Joes, the RE fours. This came, I think, right before that deal, so this was either part of that deal or this was the game that were like those two were like. Them on the deal. Those two were like, yo, this is dope. Let's get in on a deal. Uh, what did they add? They added Alicia Trevor. They added some rooms. It it just feels like a more complete game. They added the crimson heads, which are terrifying. Zombies can, zombies can burst through doors. It's just very, very more atmospheric. Like, and even now, like the game's been re-released on everything because that's what, that's who Capcom is right now as a company. Their brand is just putting shit back out, make lost planet come back. Damn it. Uh, Mm -hmm. but that's, that's what they do right now. Uh, but look at this. I think we're looking at a, I think this might be like an Xbox version, but this looks great.
1: I mean, I, so, my, I own it for the Xbox. I own it on Steam. Yeah. I own it on Steam. I mean, I, I, it's a fantastic game. Like, I don't care what everybody says. Like, As a kid, I used to be terrified of this game. I could never beat it. As an adult, I cannot get enough of it. And plus, don't know if anybody's ever watched it. I bring it up all the time. Randomizers. Watch Randomizers with Resident Evil Remake. I promise you, you cannot be disappointed. They've got door randomizers. They've got... Item randomizers, enemy randomizers, rooms where you can run into—I uh, forget the snake's name—but uh, you can run into him. Yawn. You run His into name like Yawn. Yeah. You can run into Yawn in different rooms. You can run into Super Tyrant in different rooms. I mean, uh, really, if if you ever get bored and you're just curious, highly recommend it.
0: It's it's the game that like, I, I hope they like this game is great, but I also kind of hope they give it the RE2 remake treat.
1: I do too, but I also wanted for the longest time for them to go back and make Resident Evil two and three in this sense. Like, give me this style in RE two and three, and I'd be set. Like, just, it, at that point, it made them, they, they're making the money.
0: So. I think. I think the camera angles are a little dated. Like, even even like that coming out, like. They, they did really great with those camera angles, but it only it only works in that one because you're in tight spaces most of the time. And you'll see, like, when right. you get outside, like, how messy it is. Like, when you get it's back into, messy. like, it's very messy with where the camera is. I You kind of almost wish, like, for those outdoor portions, they would, like, okay, we're going to squeeze in on you and, like, this will become a third-person... Like if they did a remake I I would hope that's what they would do because well, that's that's why that first one is so loved because those like those camera angles really set the atmosphere. You're yeah, you're in this big mansion, but you feel like the camera angles make you feel so small cuz you really don't know what's going on.
1: Well, no, and then you hear something and you're like, is that around the corner? You have no idea. It's like, do I sit here and wait? Is something going to come at me? What's going on here?
0: I just I just want to know what kind, what what's etched on that door and what key is going to get me into it. <laughs> So we move in. We move into May. Morrowind. Morrowind. This is where uh, this is where Bethesda really started to get their footing. I feel like oh, trying to open this. Come on, YouTube. Did you know? Come on, come on, Morrowind. Did you know that Bethesda saved money on this game by self-publishing the um, the strategy guide on their own?
1: I did hear that. And I think that's the only reason why Oblivion was such a huge deal afterwards, because they made so much money by doing stuff like that. Because I think they even had, like, a skeleton crew only working on Morrowind, if I'm correct.
0: So Morrowind, like, just think about that. They were working on, not only were they working on the game, they were working on something that was, like, ten times thicker than this. But then also that probably helped going into Oblivion, because you have your, like, you're building, you're already building your lore making the game, but then you... Going back over your lore, doing the strategy guide, and like looking at, like, hey, you know, when we were developing this part, we, we had it go into this cave. I don't know why we did this. So then mm-hmm. for Oblivion, let's do it this way. So just you have you have that chance to, like, self-reflect, whereas, you know, like podcasters, for example, every podcast I ever listened to, they're always like, I don't listen to my own stuff. And I get that. But I feel like if podcasters listen to their stuff more, they'd hear where their short followings are and what they can build upon. It's it's just fascinating that they did the strategy guide. And then I I feel like that really showed in Oblivion because they were able to do like they were able to just reflect on what was wrong with Morrowind, which, by the way, no fast travel. It's pretty fucked up.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, but still for, for being like with, this is like the game that's set up elder scrolls in my opinion like no one else talks about you know the other ones the first thing you hear is Morrowind, and then if you don't hear Morrowind, you go straight to oblivion and then if not oblivion skyrim
0: the only people who bring up the first one in daggerfall are the people who are drinking the (laughs) kool-aid i can not
1: even remember daggerfall i don't even know is the first one even have a name
0: i don't remember the the first one's name i just i remember daggerfall daggerfall was like top-down perspective uh, that's about all I know, and I've never played Morrowind. I just remember going to Game Monster and look at the Morrowind Game of the Year box and seeing all the DLC on there. But skill recognizes skill. You never, of course. never turn your, eye, never turn your head when Morrowind enters the room. Damn it, never. Never. All right, up next. Are we still in May? I think yeah. we're still in May. We are. We're cruising right along though. The legacy of Goku,
1: the of be- uh, the second best of the the series, in my opinion.
0: Did you ever play Booze Fury?
1: I did play Booze Fury. How do you like it? Uh, I think if I had to pick an order how the games go, it goes Legacy of Goku two, Legacy of Goku one, and then three.
0: Did were they just trying to get two JRPG with it with three, or what ha- what happened?
1: It just it just did, it felt like they were trying to do too much with it. it just wasn't, there wasn't there's too much to it. How about that? Like where like, you know, like Lazy Goku there wasn't enough and then Lazy Goku 2 was just right and then the third one
0: was just too much. I remember of Goku being on Snake Road for what felt like forever.
1: The only thing I truly remember is the glitch where if you're flying and you get hit with a uh, a Kai blast while you're flying, you get uh invisibility until I, uh,
0: I remember that too.
1: Until I either walked away or you flew again.
0: I'm looking for the, uh, I'm looking for the Frieza fight. Here it is. Fighting Frieza was amazing, and then he blows up Krill. Oh my god, this game. Like I this still
1: little, think, I still think two's better.
0: Two was amazing. I remember. Two, I spent I spilled hours into two, and then, uh, two. They even they even brought Cooler in. Like that's how you know the dev team was really into the series. They're like, hey. You know the movie the Cooler movie? We should Let's do a cooler in. we should bring Cooler in. And they did. And then like there were so many the unlocks. Them, like you can unlock Mr. S- you could unlock Mr. Satan. Uh
1: hard has got to level up. It's yeah. still fun. Who who was it? Was it? Actually...
0: So, I'm trying All to think. Right. The five heroes were Goku, Piccolo, Gohan, Vegeta. Vegeta. Who, who is the fifth one? Was it Krillin? Uh, uh Trunks. oh Trunks, you're right, you're right.
1: And you can unlock Mr. Satan after you did basically everything and mm-hmm. you could uh
0: and you that can fight... actually
1: used him to fight Cell. And if you had him high enough level he could actually defeat some I think he gave you a secret ending if you beat him with Cell.
0: And that fight or beat him with Mr. Satan. That fight yeah. was Cell. Oh my god. I was watching I was watching Cobra Kai and they built a uh, they built an arena and it looked just like the arena from the Cell games and I got excited. I was so excited. Legacy of Goku, it doesn't look exciting, but I promise you little twelve year old is... little ten year old is... Nick was into this.
1: This is what made the Game Boy Advance so amazing honestly. If you've never played it once again, it, yes, it looks outdated it just doesn't look nearly as fun, but I recommend it. It's definitely it's in my opinion it's kind of like what Demon Souls would have been if it's on the Game Boy Advance, at least the first one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cuz I, I
1: mean, think about it was really hard.
0: I might need to do a replay of that series. I I never played Boos Fairy, but I would replay all 3.
1: I definitely play all 3 for sure.
0: Up next, we are in June. Oh Josh, I hated these games. You might have loved these games. I loved these games. I hated exactly them. them. They were so painful. Mega Man Battle Network 2 came out on, what was that, June 12th? Yeah, June 12th. I wasn't see when I when someone told me I was going to be playing Mega Man back then, I was like, oh cool. Gonna go through the levels and like shoot people. No, they didn't tell me it was this 3D or this 2D isometric like card battler. Like it hurt. It hurt me so bad.
1: It was so much fun. I I don't care what anybody says. Like, after the third one, like, I think they went up to, like, five or six. So I agree. After the third set, because it was, like, you had Battle Network 1, and then you had Battle Network 2, and they were two different colors, and then Battle Network 3 was two different colors, and then that was, like, their theme. They kept going with different colors. Okay. So you'd have, like, two versions of it, where they were basically the same thing, but there were some ways to differentiate from them, so, like, you could do cool things. I mean, I don't remember exactly off the top of my head, but... Uh, you know it's just so much fun like it, honestly definitely a fantastic series to look into what I say right now go play it no but if you're ever bored and you realize you know, all these AAA title companies are you know pulling your chain and you're trying to find something to, to kill boredom just give it a look even if you don't play it just even pull up some videos like it's a lot of fun I think, I I did, say.
0: I think I'd enjoy it now but as a kid like you, you're like oh I'm gonna go play Mega Man and then you hop on this and you're like this isn't Mega Man. That was that was my response. <laughs> I'd like I it mean, now though.
1: I, I enjoyed it, and even as a kid, like I remember watching the uh, the show, and I enjoyed the show as well. It was a fantastic show.
0: Can we agree that the painful parts were the parts where you weren't and where you weren't jacked in?
1: Agreed. I hated as I was his name. Uh, I can't remember his name, but the kid's name. Your your owner. So like basically, you're, you're so everybody who doesn't know. You're you're playing as programs, basically. So in here, Mega Man is more of a program. So it's Mega Man EXE. And then you have, like, Rockman EXE, stuff like that. So you're basically, you jack into the Internet, and you're using your program to run around and do stuff. But uh, there are times where you're playing as your kid or your owner, and you're just running around doing nothing. I mean, you're, like, literally, it's more for plot than it is for anything.
0: Josh, a lot of people use the Internet to jack, but not it's not jack in. They're
1: not jacking in, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that was the Mega Man that really wasn't a Mega Man July 3rd I can't believe this game came out in 2002 Warcraft 3 and again another RTS I know I'm the RTS head here Josh the important do you know what the importance of Warcraft 3 is to our current gaming uh, infrastructure Uh,
1: I the only one I knew for sure was the uh, custom map making but I'm sure there's more
0: we have yeah well okay so you you're touching on part of it. Warcraft three we have Warcraft three to thank for Dota. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. do I, don't know which, if I love it or if I should hate it. Then. Which in turn means we have Warcraft three to thank for League. We have Warcraft three to thank for any other MOBA that has come out since then.
1: So basically we need to go back in time and murder Warcraft three.
0: Ah uh, Warcraft three is fine. I haven't played I haven't played Reforged. I haven't played. Warcraft three at all? Honestly, I think I think the big difference is there are hero factions. I need I obviously need to do more research. I'm still I'm still deep diving back into older RTS. I like I said at the top of the show. I just started playing Starcraft two and I'm loving it. So I'll eventually get to this. But Josh, thank thank Warcraft three for what it's done for the for all of us.
1: Warcraft three. I'll see you in hell.
0: Oh, Josh.
1: <laughs> I mean I. I'm not saying I hate Warcraft because of the game itself. I hate it because people don't shut up about Dota 2 and uh, League of Legends. Like, I, I get it. They're a huge part of the gaming industry, and we have to give them credit where credit is due. But if you don't like them or you don't play them, you are basically garbage in their eyes.
0: It's also totally okay to dunk on Blizzard for anything they're doing right or Activision Blizzard right now, Josh. So dunk away. <laughs>
1: oh, God. Okay, well, I fine. How dare you, Blizzard? Where do you, where do you get off?
0: Where do you get off? Moving we'll on. Moving on. Josh is done dunking. <laughs> August twentieth. So we are jumping around pretty fast. We're gonna get this under an hour and a half. I swear. August twentieth. The thing came out, and the thing that <laughs> see what I did there. The thing. <laughs> the thing that surprised me most about the thing is that John Carpenter not only signed off on the game happening, he uh, he's in it. He does. A, he has a little cameo role. And then also it's sold buku del like it's sold really well. And this doesn't look bad. I mean,
1: you can I, tell it's aged, but I mean, I, I'm sure if you were to like, go back and like smooth everything out and then maybe uh, add a little more pixels to it, I bet you it would look fantastic as a remaster.
0: Give, give the thing like an alien isolation treatment or even make it the next uh, among us. Like it's right. Like that's what, that's what among us is based. Like that's what it's pulling from. So just make this game, but make it among us. And really like, instead of like chores, like you're just trying to keep the station alive while you try to find out who the thing is while it changes everybody else.
1: It destroys the station. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree. That would That'd be, be go. fantastic.
1: Cause I play it.
0: What are, what are the, what are the other horror games that have come out? So they've done a Friday the 13th, which was okay. They did a predator game. Didn't they just announce another one another scary like game that they're doing? They just announced there was another one. I can't think of who it was. I think it might another have
1: been doing, I think they're doing another alien game, aren't they?
0: Did, well they're always doing alien games. I think
1: Well, I get that, but I thought they were doing another one since it's already out.
0: Well what, was it was it a text it was one of those horror movies. I'll have to look it up. I'll let you know, but this one like feels ripe for it, especially with us getting ready to go into probably another lockdown here. Why not? I, I say, on that. I say, give us more thing, more thing, please. All right, moving right along into the next game, we have. I don't have video for it, so looking at the rest of August, we've got Medieval Total War, which we talked about. Medieval, I think it was in two thousand when the first game came out. Mm-hmm. That was this was more improved and better, and I don't know if they did ever did like a up upres of it. Uh, August twenty fifth, Super Monkey Ball two came out. We're not putting up video of Super Monkey Ball. You've seen it. You know Super Monkey Ball. It's the same game. You just know. rehashed. It's basically a sports game, just rehashed. That's all it is, guys. You know Super Monkey Ball. Don't make me put it up, please, please. Uh, August twenty seventh, SOCOM U.S. Navy SEALs. So this is where Sony really starts to show its online balls for everybody. And well, you know, I think what? this is
1: like the game that like made like Nintendo and Microsoft go, oh shit.
0: They were like, uh, online? (laughs) What? You can do that online? What? Oh, I paused the video. This this was
1: definitely the game where everybody, like, all these other companies were, like, panicking, like, holy shit, we need to do something quick.
0: Oh, look, there's a boomer. One of the guys on his team is named Boomer. let's, Let's fast forward into the hot gameplay everybody wants to see.
1: Remember, though, this is the game everybody was playing, though. I think I, mean, I don't think you could go anywhere with that, but somebody going, oh, I'm playing SOCOM.
0: I think it, I think it peaked at two. I think two was the one that like was really considered a game changer. Oh, like, it was. But watching this is like
1: the this is the game that was like, oh shit.
0: Watching this, I think back to like the game that we played a lot, Conflict Desert Storm. Like gameplay wise, fantastic. they were They were basically the same thing, and like no, that, this was
1: like PlayStation's answer to it.
0: Yeah, and uh, I, I'm not crazy about this. It looked okay. I'm sure it was Back just. Back in the day, it was good.
1: Back in the day, it was good. I think
0: it, I think it was the fact that like you were playing it, and then your dumbass friend Tony could get on the headset and be like, "Dude, we're in a video game!" Like shit, like that. Yeah, like basically. if if you put this game out today, people would be like, "What the fuck are you doing? like?" And again, like that's that's a that's an unfair bias to look at it from. But I, I look at this and I'm like, ugh.
1: Well, like I said, this is going back and looking at, like, obviously we, we're in that era where we grew up where there wasn't online play, mm-hmm. and we've slowly transitioned into it where now it's, if your game doesn't have online play, you might as well not even make the
0: game. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Camp? You're charging me $60 for a campaign? Who are you?
1: Right, so we're, we're in that generation where we have had both ends, and then you're looking at a generation now, they're like, oh, if it doesn't have online, I'm not going to play it. And if you look at older generations, they're, like, hesitant because it's like, they love these games but they're so nostalgic for back when you you know you were by yourself or you know what i mean like they were into the campaign the solos so
0: driving driving home the point that sony was going balls deep on online that day twisted metal blacks online also dropped the same day as socom so they really wanted to make a splash with their online at this point
1: yeah and i honestly what a fantastic game to make online
0: moving in moving into september september 10th battlefield 1942 came out i'm not putting video of it because you know battlefield you're tired of battlefield we know that because you didn't buy 2042 you bastard uh three million copies sold by 2004 though so in a matter of two years they sold three million copies cool
1: fantastic this is back when they knew what they were doing
0: Yeah. Now let it die, or find something else to do. EA, please. Shut
1: your mouth. Let them fix it. Let them be better. Dice, listen. Dice,
0: dice, dice. Look, look. Put your ear up to the microphone, or put your ear up to the headphone. Dice, you are capable of so much more. Don't let them do this to you. Also out on September 10th, Mega Man Zero, which was apparently a very difficult game on the Game Boy. I didn't pull video for it because I have a one Mega Man game video rule per podcast
1: you and you picked battle network what is wrong oh yo
0: oh you were you were singing the praise for battle network josh you were like
1: oh you were cupping zero franchise zero picks
0: up way better you were cupping the balls and saying i love you battle network
1: i was cupping the balls i'm over here working the shaft right now for zero
0: hold on josh we need this podcast to run clean (laughs) 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 with say say what you need about zero you're not getting any video for it okay
1: that's fine uh honestly i mean it's great because it picks up basically right after the, the X series. So everybody loves Mega Man X, mm-hmm. and it's set like hundreds of years into the future, where you, Zero wakes up basically, and like the world is different. There are elves, which are basically like robotic. Uh... Anyway, besides the point, <laughs> it's fantastic. The story is great. You play as Zero, the greatest character next to Mega Man X. Like you can't go wrong. Like that's that's it. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: Okay. That's all you get. And time, That's it's Mega Man, time has ended. I'm sorry, Josh. That's all. I can all. rant all
1: day. I can rant all day. Anyway, moving on. September 15th.
0: September 15th. This is when the GameCube really started to show its teeth, and I don't know. I don't know if it was as big a deal back then as it is now. Animal Crossing came out. The uh, very, the very first Animal Crossing. I remember, I remember farting around with the the time in this one a lot, and just fast forward. I think it went up to. Did it go up to 2020 or 2030? I think it did. Yeah, one of the two. And I just remember, it's sad, like, if we got a copy of this and a memory card for your GameCube and played it and then, like, didn't play it for a year, you come back to your town, and it's basically a ghost town. Think of all, think of all the towns that are, like, ghost towns right now.
1: There are more than you can admit? I mean, honestly, this was, like, like you said, it wasn't as big as a deal as it was, I mean, even now, but I still think, like you said, it definitely showed the GameCube was capable of so much
0: this was This was Nintendo looking at the Sims and being like, "We can do that, oh, and the gyroids are amazing
1: I just remember being able to get the arcades.
0: I wanted like all the old arcades that I like, think Donkey that was Kong the and- I think that was the biggest deal because you yeah, they basically were like, Ah, you want to play old Nintendo games here you go like Nintendo doesn't do that anymore. If you want to play old Nintendo games, you're going to pay
1: I think that's one reason why I don't like the uh, uh, the newest um uh, Animal Crossing, it's, yeah, it's all the stuff that we're familiar with, but they've taken away so much from it. Like, we can't play these arcade games. You can't, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can build a bigger house and bigger towns, but I wasn't in that for Animal Crossing. I was like, oh, I want to collect all the arcades, and I want to collect all this money and all that. You know what I mean?
0: This You have the new one, right? Yeah, I do. I think this might be the only one without Isabelle, too. People love the hell out of Isabelle. I think you're right. People... Honestly,
1: I've not played it enough to be able to be like, oh, I kind of appreciate it enough. But I've played the GameCube one enough to go, man, they, that's when it was right. That's I re- like the first time.
0: I remember I'd get excited for the holidays and just like, they didn't really do much in the GameCube one, but like, oh, hey, there there are pumpkins. I'm going to go play on Halloween, stuff like that. Right. Or going to the, I, I think we connected a Game Boy a few times and went to the island, which if when you look back, the Game Boy yeah. stuff is just like, yeah. But at the time, you were so, like, I'm going to the island. I'm going to get all this stuff, and I'm going to sell it so I can pay off my house, which is just the – and looking back is very sad as well because you're like, oh, this was getting me ready for adulthood.
1: I, it, honestly, it really was. It was like right on the nose like, okay, well, you need to pay off all this stuff. It's going to cost you 150,000 bells. And it's like, oh, okay, well, that doesn't seem like a lot.
0: Animal Crossing was just teaching us how to monetize everything
1: it's not wrong
0: moving on before i start crying about the state of the world the state of adulthood as i turn 30 this sunday so if you're hearing this on monday i'm already 30 it's already too late they've come for me up next as we get out of sad sad old and dying times september 16th i didn't pull a video for this one either castlevania Harmony of dissonance that's okay at least, I I was reading some reviews, and it sounded like it was the least impressive of those GBA games.
1: I guess at the time, it was like a great filler, but really, it's, yeah, it's the least memorable. There's nothing, I mean, nothing it didn't, like, make itself stick out, at least.
0: Mm.
1: Besides the fact that it was on the Game Boy Advance.
0: So, this next one, Josh, I didn't pull a video for either, and you, you probably hate me. You hate me because, so much. Because we're already at 40 minutes. I didn't want to turn this into an hour 40 on this game alone. I'm not going to say the name. I'm just going to sing the first four lyrics of the song, and we'll see if you know it. When you walk away.
1: That's not the first four lyrics of the song. You
0: don't hear me say. Please, Please don't go. Me. Oh, baby. Don't, don't go. go. Simple and clean. It's Kingdom Hearts, If in case you are wondering. That song is a banger. I will say. it Honestly,
1: and the fact that they kept, I can't think of her name off the top of my head. But the same singer for all of the songs.
0: She did fantastic. all the songs.
1: She all so for Kingdom Hearts one, two, and three, she did all the songs. She did a
0: song for three after all these yeah. years.
1: She she did two songs for three. She the she did the opening with, and then she also did another song with uh, God. Who's the one of the famous um, Skrillex? I call them. I can't think of the name. Is again. it
0: is it Dead Mouse? I, th-
1: I think it is Skrillex. Now that I say it. Burr,
0: burr, burr. Josh, we're going to break DMCA. They're going to take us down if I we know. keep this up. Uh,
1: Kingdom Hearts was a, I mean, honestly, I, I agree with one thing everybody says, there's too much Disney. I 100% agree with that. It's had, too, like, oh.
0: Had they, not, had they not done these first two games, or especially this first one, I don't think we would have gotten three or any of the games that we have now, any of the 20 million games, just because could you imagine trying to do a Kingdom Hearts 1 right now with, like, Like Disney is very Disney Disney is very precious about what gets out
1: I think they could but the problem is if it was done now We'd have to not only do Disney, but then you'd also have Marvel. You'd also have (sighs) Star Wars like you'd have all these franchises mixed into one and it's like I don't know if I could handle it. But it's Disney to an extent Disney at the time was like Okay, cuz like a lot of it was like oh, we're gonna do the friendly feel-good friendship thing and as it progressed, like, they started getting into, like, the more darker territories. Like, they added, like, Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: They did Tron, um, too, right? They did do Tron. Like,
1: some of the darker aspects, like, it, it did get a little more darker. And even then with 3, it it was still on the darker sense. Like, it wasn't, like, like for, the first one was, like, super, like, love and joy and spread peace upon the earth. And then... Chain of Memories was, like, kind of forgotten, but still good. And then two was, like, okay, we're going to get a little darker because we're going to add more of a mystery aspect and stuff. And then three was just, like, I mean, it's still not as good, but it was just, like, mind-blowing because it's, like, they could do so much more with it, and I'm hoping they're getting away from, like, the Disney aspect.
0: Josh, you said that Chain of Memories was mainly forgotten. Wasn't that the point of Chain of Memories?
1: <laughs> that is true, but it also had a plot, <laughs> so...
0: Uh, did Did 3 add any worlds, like any Marvel worlds or any Star Wars worlds?
1: No, so it's kind of basic. Actually, they removed some worlds. The only worlds that they added that were like you knew they were going to do it,
0: Toy Story. Okay.
1: Monsters Incorporated.
0: So they, uh, Pixar, they added Pixar.
1: Yeah, basically they added Frozen. They added Frozen? They added Frozen.
0: I might have to look that up. That that sounds like it would be pretty cool. Uh, I...
1: it's, it's, it's okay.
0: So you don't really need Sora poking his nose into a story about like sisters like finding each other. Get the fuck out of here, yeah. Sora. Moving on because we could spend an hour here. September 23rd, Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus came mm. out. Yes. So I know like the the back and forth of the PS2 was always. Oh, I am Ratchet and Clank, man. I am Jack and Dexter, man. I was a motherfucking Sly Cooper guy.
1: I honestly, I love all three, but Sly Cooper was like at the time, like when it coming out was like okay this is like a solid, like level design concept design so this abilities. was
0: this was sucker punch i don't know what i don't know if they did anything before this they weren't like the apple of sony's eye like insomnia or naughty dog but i also think that sucker punch has had some bigger like i think honestly i've sucker punch came into their stride ps2 ps3 cuz ps3 they were the infamous people Mm-hmm. And then oh, did they what was PS was PS four PS4 was just Ghost of Tsushima for them, right?
1: No, they also had uh, one infamous game on the PS four.
0: Yeah, but that was a that was kind of take it or leave it. Right. But I think I think these guys are really good because, you know, Insomnia kinda took the back kinda took the back seat for PS three with uh the resistance series, which I thought was fine, but yeah, it wasn't anything special. And then uh, people love Naughty Dog for Uncharted, but I'm I'm also like, Meh, it's okay, <laughs> it's just okay.
1: I, I can agree. I mean, I, I enjoy them, but it's not like I'm not going to be like fist up someone's butt like working them because it was so good.
0: <laughs> you need to play Slyku. You need to play these.
1: <laughs> play Uncharted.
0: The boss, the boss fights in this Thevious Raccoonist game are really good too. Now oh, that we're yeah. looking at this big guy. All right, moving on. Moving on. Oh, wait. I have to hit the button before we move on. How to podcast 101. Up next, Burnout 2, Point of Impact. Very cheeky name for them, considering what you're doing in the game. No. No, Nick, you don't say. I never played 2. I did play 3.
1: We played the crap out of oh,
0: 3. We played so much 3, like. That disc had to be all scratched. Acclaim—that's a name I haven't heard in years.
1: That's a logo I haven't seen in years. Oh,
0: I love the student driver on this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's fast forward to the carnage. So basically, you're just stacking up points, trying to cause wrecks. Yeah, they snuck races in here, but so did three. I wasn't—I wasn't ever crazy about the races.
1: No, I loved the crashing because it was just so cool.
0: Mm-hmm. And three, oh, like three with the mix of the soundtrack, the crashing, like. Three was the most like mid two thousands game I think I've ever played. We might have to find a copy of that, Josh, and boot it up. Oh yeah, not two though. Two was just okay in my book, but this is where I mean, people seem to,
1: to incorporate more racing than anything though. Like there wasn't so. so much. It wasn't so much of the crashing, crashing aspect. Only was like when you're racing against other people, you could bash into them, and it would show you like. The impact, but it wasn't like I remember three, but like the one specific game mode where you would literally go into different sections of different maps and it would cause chaos.
0: so two also had the the crash mode as well, but okay, yeah, they did. so they both have a lot of the same, like the races, the crash mode, and I think two is what put the series on the map. Three, I think, really honed in on it and just really like had a style. And I know that's what I know that's what journalists say when they're like trying to end a, t- a conversation. But no, three was dripping with style, and we'll see it. I think it's like the two thousand four. Uh, recap when we do it to 2004 so until then what will happen what will happen with the burnout series find out next time on dragon ball z up next Long show up now ne- oh, i'm sorry smashing game time okay so i got looks like i got really lazy and didn't pull a bunch of videos for these but i think we can do round robin here at the end all right let's do it all right, so October 1st was Hitman 2, Silent Assassin, which, even when I played it back in its prime, that game was a pain in the ass, especially when you got to Japan, like the Japan missions, being in the mountains. Like, people saw you everywhere you went.
1: So if I remember, I think 2 was the hardest of all of them, right?
0: 2 was so hard. Once you got past the Japan missions, it got a little easier, but still very hard. Still a great game. Uh, but I think Hitman, the series, like really took its next step with contracts and blood money a few years later. Uh, GameCube really showing its showing its teeth even more. October 4th was Super Mario Sunshine, the least liked of the Super Mario games. I liked it. I think
1: it's my favorite of the 3D. It's art 3D, so I think it's my favorite.
0: It's very, like, Mario's usually colorful, but this one is, like, very colorful. Like, I I like the way the, I don't know what the gunk in it's called, but like the gunk that's everywhere. I
1: just remember being called the ink
0: you have a new bad guy that isn't bowser i know it's baby bowser shut the f- set the f- fudge up <laughs> i caught myself <laughs> but it's still like a new villain a new oh, wait,
1: spoiler 19 year old spoiler alert everyone sorry er, i'm not, sorry 20-year-old. the bad guy
0: the bad guy is baby bowser sorry uh <laughs> october 15th was red faction 2 which i didn't get to do research on that one did that one have the destruction you thought the first one had
1: I could have sworn it was the first one. We I haven't I didn't do it. So I'm pretty. will have to go back. But I think it was one that had the destruction. And two, they kind of cut back on it.
0: I think you're. I think you're getting mixed up because that was the big selling point for Gorilla. The like, hey, you see that tower over there? You can what knock you, that you, shit you, down. So
1: Gorilla, so Gorilla did have the destruction. But I remember the first mission in Red Faction, you could like take your. Uh, you could have like rockets and stuff, and you could blow through the walls of like the the mine you're in mm-hmm. and create your own paths.
0: Okay. Okay, girl. Okay, I believe you. I believe you. I'm never gonna play the game, so we're just gonna have to take that it's fact. Well, one look at that hold, on, hold on, hold on. I'm st- I'm stamping the book. It's fact now. We can't wait, question wait. it. Blood uh October fifteenth Blood Rain also came out. Very bad Very, game. I, Very, I, I thought it was good. I thought the first one was bad. The second one was good. But I also liked how like eerie the first one was. I remember I think the first mission you're in a bayou and you're fighting like this this like venus flytrap looking guy and i don't remember it, enough to i like it. her story. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a revenge story i like the character the first game is just kind of messy but it, i think it got better it got better with the second one i don't know if they ever did a third one or not i
1: don't think they did
0: <laughs> october 23rd Tony Hawk pro skater four which is the pro skater i spent the least amount of time with but i think four is really where they do we're just like three was great let's slap four on it could you get off your board in four, Josh, or did was that underground was no, the first I, one? I
1: thought that was underground was the first time you can get off your board. Okay,
0: four was great. Not a lot of people hating on it. It was another Tony Ox bro skater. I think it was. It was, okay. it was starting. It was starting. It, like here's three. It's at the. It's peaking. It's peaking four is like right there. And then like right after four is when it starts to dibble dabble a little bit, November 1st, age of mythology, which is a a spinoff of age of empires with some gods. I think they're Egyptian Greek. And I forget what the third one is. It was okay. It's fine. People love age of mythology. People are kind of, it's 20 years old now. So people are kind of hoping they get a remaster of it since they remastered all the other age of empires. I'd be cool with that. I'd play it. If it's on game pass, I'd for sure play it. I just got game pass. It's amazing. November 4th, Ratchet and Clank. I know we were just talking shit about them, but that first game was fine. I don't think the series really, like. I
1: think it was good enough to be able to go on, and I think Going Commando is when it really took off.
0: Going Commando, because the guns were crazier. The leveling up system was fun. I don't remember if the first one had a new game plus, but if it did, Going Commandos was better just because of the leveling up system. You were leveling your guns up and then doing it again.
1: I think it did, but all you could do is like get extra stuff. It wasn't like anything worthwhile like okay. or two, where like you said you could level up like you got the the Rhino and then you also got the Rhino two I think was like the upgraded version of it that you only got once you beat the game and had the upgraded Rhino.
0: Okay. Yeah it's called Rhino. Going, going Commando is better. I, I think agree. I think everyone will agree. November twelfth, Resident Evil Zero. So it's crazy that basically two new Resident Evil games came out in the same calendar year. I liked Zero. People people tend to like shit on it just because the timeline is messy. How, like, how the fuck is Rebecca getting around the woods so fast? Like, yes, I know she's on a train and using all these different vehicles, but she is miles away from the mount the uh, the mansion by the end of it, miles. And oh. then, then Billy, Billy, we never see Billy ever again in the series. Billy is who knows oh where. He kn- now.
1: What didn't make any sense too was so. There was this second mansion, basically, far away, and then by the time she escapes, it's morning time, where in Resident Evil, it was only like a few hours after they lost contact with Alpha Team.
0: And also, also, they blow up the facility where the Queen Leech is, but you're telling me no one from the first game felt that explosion? That had to be a pretty big, that was a factory they blew up.
1: (laughs) or even the smoke from it cuz like you could like when they're walking away and they're they're getting ready to separate you could see the mansion like like right like it was still far away but it was like right there and it's like really
0: it was just a really bad retcon. I feel like there is a world where Resident Evil 0 could get a remake and be a great retcon for Rebecca.
1: I think I think if they do do it, it it'll be better. Like obviously like if you look at like 2 and 3 like 2 and 3 are set up basically at the same time like 3 is happening before 2 but 2 starts basically when uh Jill basically is infected
0: that's Mm -hmm. like
1: the timeline or to the extent that's pretty damn close right so I think they'll do something like that where they'll fix it a little better so it's more
0: like where Zero lines up with one where like Rebecca's on the train before the events of Resident Evil 1 and then eventually Zero leads perfectly into one where she meets up with Chris
1: exactly
0: I'd be down for a remake of it train section's amazing I like the train section everything else everything else I'm like meh Met Metroid Prime came out on November fifteenth. We used to make fun of you for liking this game.
1: I know you were like you almost you were the reason why we didn't get it. I remember yeah. we were at GameStop. I, I, I remember this. So you yeah. wanted a game. I wanted Metroid Prime, and you wanted a different game. And you said no, we don't need this game.
0: Yeah, I remember. I was. I don't remember
1: the game you wanted.
0: Was it a shitty Batman game? Maybe. No, shitty Batman sounds like that would have been you though too.
1: I did get the shitty Batman eventually, but no, I don't think it was a shitty Batman game for you. It was something else. I just don't remember. But your game was cheaper than mine. That's why you were like, no, don't get mm-hmm. it. Because we were going to get Jake's game free and dad wouldn't let us buy it.
0: I am recalling it. Metroid Prime, it's a fine game. No, it's a great game. It's really hey, good. Shut your mouth. It's a fantastic game. <laughs> it's really game. good. Like, really, like, it was one of those games where people were like, how are they going to do that? And then Metroid what? Prime was, like, the only right answer.
1: I mean, you—you you were, we we're all used to these 2Ds. And you heard Metroid Prime is going to be a 3D game. And everybody's just like, What?
0: Metroid Prime is a fun game to look at. Like, I know there's uh, what's a recent game. I know people talk about like uh, the Phantom Pain, like about how like a lot of stuff was cut and it was still a great game. I think Metroid Prime is the other great, the other prime example of that, of a game that was great on its own, but there was so much cut. Because I wasn't, Crade was cut. Crade was supposed to be where the uh, the Omega Pirate was, and they're like, ah, oh, we can't make Crade work, so put the Omega Pirate in and be done with it.
1: Yeah, they were like they were being, like Nintendo was like hammering on them like you we need to get this game out at this time and if you don't then basically like they were like working double overtimes they were underpaid I mean the labor of love that if they were given the, the time necessary I think it could have been even the like it'd probably be the most memorable game for the GameCube so retro, had had that time.
0: retro studios did one through three are they doing four.
1: Uh, I think they, I think there was a part of it. I don't know if they're actually like the main.
0: Cause I feel like somebody else was doing four and then they scrapped it and we're like, Oh no, no, no. Retro Studios, they're doing four from now on.
1: Yeah. Cause I think the, the company that scrapped is now doing the, the remake or the report for, uh, prime going onto the switch.
0: Okay. Hey, Nintendo's the new Capcom. They're just porting everything. Now that they're done with all their Wii U stuff, they're like, okay, back to the Game Cube. Here we go.
1: <laughs> right.
0: November eighteenth was the first Splinter Cell and Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. I stuck those together for reasons. Splinter Cell is fun. They're getting ready to bring it back. Which I
1: remember I, not being able to do the lock mechanic.
0: That was tough, and I remember just being stuck in the tutorial in uh, Splinter yeah. Cell for a while. I'm like a I was like a gaming journalist back then, just really bad at games. Stuck in the beginning part. Look at me go.
1: You know, the Kardashians and I would, you know, an A+, plus, but give me Splinter Cell. I don't know what the hell I'm doing.
0: <laughs> Josh loves his Kardashian mobile games, so don't let him ever say that he's not a fan. November 24, uh, Mortal Kombat, it was a Mortal Kombat game. We didn't really play a lot of Deadly Alliance. I think we played Deception more than anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, Deadly Alliance, it was just, it's okay.
0: I think Deadly Alliance was the first one where people were like, hey, I think Mortal Kombat's back.
1: Was Deadly Alliance the one where they killed off Luke King?
0: I think so. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert uh November 24th BMX Triple X cuz who doesn't like bison boobs moving on December 3rd DBZ Budokai and a port of a link to the past to the GBA I put those two together just because
1: <laughs> Budokai fantastic link to the past port of course fantastic you It's know, link to the past
0: you, you you get to take link to the past on the road with you who doesn't like that Uh yeah wait I thought we were done after that, Josh. No, we were not done. December 13th. Nintendo uh, just dropped a firebomb. Dropped a firebomb. And and the thing about this one was people were kind of mixed on it. Wind Waker came out. Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. I've always.
1: They were only torn about it because of the. the Cell shading. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, it's because what Nintendo did. And they usually Nintendo don't do that. Was they put out like before the GameCube came out. They did a video of Link and Ganondorf fighting. And it was like this, you know, like regular art style. And then you get Wind Waker and people lost their freaking minds. They're like, <gasps>
1: I remember correctly. It was the video where it looks like they're fighting in Gandorf's castle. And it was like in the style of Ocarina at a time, right? But yep. it was like more was, updated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So but I do remember that.
0: If you look at what they did with Wind Waker, they kind of had that fight and it ended in like a very satisfying way. Like I think Wind Waker has the most satisfying ending of any Zelda game.
1: And it was definitely the hardest game to play out of it, all
0: of them, in my opinion. I, I think it was the te- most tedious once you got to once you got to the
1: Triforce
0: Triforce hunting, and they they, they went and fixed that in the re release. But the bosses were fine; they were great. I loved traveling on the scene, exploring. It was just the most like the most because explore- Orca Arena of Time. Yeah, you had you had the overworld, but really you were just going from dungeon to dungeon. Mm-hmm. same with majora's mask like the the central hub was very interesting majora's mask and that was fun and then you had all your little like side villages before the dungeons but this felt like the first truly like open world zelda where like things were going on at all times the sea was dangerous as hell the enemy was like Ganondorf is scary in this one just cuz he's this big guy you had the menacing ass bird and then just that ending to drive the sword into his skull and have spoiler him turn alert. to spoiler alert have him drive the sword into the skull as the water is rushing down sinking hyrule Ugh. and just to know that Hi- that wind waker is the result the follow-up. The, the, the basically the follow up of majora's mask like on the timeline wind waker happens because of majora's mask if I'm remembering the time right, timeline. No, no, no. So uh,
1: it's so the hero saves everyone from darkness, mm-hmm. but then he disappears, and then Ganondorf eventually comes back, and there's no one to fight him off. So like it's basically like Link never exists, or the hero never exists. Zelda still does.
0: Yeah. But... So so the the one where he disappears is because he disappeared from Majora's Mask.
1: Well, he... It's in a sense of like if you're going to follow a timeline, yeah, it falls that specific timeline where the hero fails. Like he just doesn't isn't there. Right. To save Hyrule.
0: Yeah, because he comes back and while he's farting around with a guy in a mask, Ganondorf's like, ha 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 ha. He
1: comes back and just destroys everything, and everybody's like, wait, like they like, heard the legends of the hero, and they're waiting for him, and he just never returns.
0: He does his man-dark laugh, and he comes back. He d- oh, <laughs> I like to think Ganondorf was hiding under a rock or hiding behind a rock, saw Link run away, Look both ways. Okay, I think it's, I think the coast is clear. I think he's <laughs> just, gone.
1: <laughs> I just think of the uh, the name of the the guy rubbing his hand like.
0: Oh, the, the guy behind the tree?
1: <laughs> that was Cannon Torch. <laughs> as he saw Link disappear into the woods.
0: <laughs> Swingity swooty, I'm coming for that Zyrule booty. Hyrule booty. Hyrule. I call it Zyrule. I don't know what I was thinking. Hey, we got through it. We got through yeah. 2022 in record time. Oh, my God. That never happens. Josh, oh, what do we'll you say? say we'll, some news. What do you say we do some news? Let's do it. Read all about it. Latest football scores. Morning paper. Morning star. Paper, mister? It's time for Old News. Uh, Not a lot, not a whole lot of stuff stood out to me on here. Uh, We did have that Dutch model Jill De Jong is selected as the new digitized Laura Croft, which I don't remember when those movies came out, but she's basically the reason Angelina Jolie would become Laura Croft. Laura Croft. Because like the resemblance, it was a spitting resemblance. I was like, my goodness, they is that the same woman i don't know oh my goodness uh rockstar gets in trouble for gta
1: who would have thought
0: and the article i read said gta 3 and G- and vice city i don't think vice city came out that quick i think vice city came out later in 2003 so but yeah just yeah you, who, who would have who would have thought they were going to get in trouble for gta uh, what was the lawyer's name jack thompson I think he got disbarred, so F him. <laughs> uh, Sims Overtakes Myst as being the best-selling PC game with 6.3 million units sold. People love their Sims. I'm surprised. I, I'd be interested to see what Sims 4 numbers are. I don't know if they're that much, but there are more they're people still gaming.
1: Well, there has to be high because they're still releasing DLC. They've got their new, I think it's their wedding mm-hmm. uh, pack coming out. It's like, really? This game is already, like, I remember working at Target when it first came out.
0: Right. Well, and more people more people now are gaming. Sims 4 has been out for a while. I mean, Steam just had its biggest uh, Sunday ever. What was that, two weeks ago on the 2nd? Yeah. Or I guess that would be a week ago now. So yeah, congrats Sims. 2002 belongs to you. G4 launches. So this was before G4 acquired Tech TV. and I don't think we had G4 until they acquired Tech TV. But now also no, G4 is this- back.
1: <laughs> But at this point, G4 was, like, they were, like, trying to develop a channel for strictly gamers. And, like, yeah. they were looking at, like, gaming. Like, it wasn't, like, X-Play and Attack of the Show and all that, where it was, like, a mixture. It was just strictly, like, what can game developers do to create content other than games, like, they, for, for videos?
0: They had their list show. I forget what it was called. They also had... They, they, their, they had that... Talareco guy or whatever his name like they had some good personalities i don't know if that personality that i mentioned is still good or not i know he's like very middling with people but they had they had the right steps and then they bought tech tv and you're like oh this is going to be great and then it was was for a little bit and then they went in on they went on syndicating cops uh they made that fast lane show i don't know code monkeys i don't know if like people hear code monkeys and they're like oh that's great or if they're like oh code monkeys no
1: <laughs> it was like a mixed review if i remember correctly
0: it was the first the few episodes i saw were okay it just felt very edgy just to be edgy
1: right well, where it's trying to be south park when it, when it wasn't south
0: park when south park does it though you know there's like an ounce of truth you know when 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 a show like code monkeys tries to do what they do you know they're being edgy but no one in that room if they're out in public would be like that Whereas if you're watching South Park, you know Matt and Trey are kind of like that in real life. You're like, these guys are fucking assholes a little bit. Very much. (laughs) And dang it, I said we were going to be clean, and I just swore. Dang it. That's
1: that's three now, Nick. That's three.
0: I know. Uh, And there was also the eighth annual E3. I bring that up because E3 just announced they're not doing E3 in person this year for the third year in a row, RIP
1: which now i'm speculating is e3 ever going to be um, a public show anymore because i think it'll all be I right online be, i think right before the pandemic they just recently were like hey we're going to make it not open to the public not just developers and high ups and stuff like that and people were and eating that excited. up people were I eating mean, that I up to go i wanted to go
0: but i think public like because publishers pay so much money for the for the space for the the keynotes like they can just do all that in-house. They don't need to pay anyone to go do and that. What,
1: and that's what you're starting to see is like Sony has their own thing now. Nintendo mm-hmm. has their own thing.
0: now. EA's been doing their own thing for years. So right. I could I could just see E3 slowly fading unless they like spun it and were like E3 Indie e3 indies or something like that
1: which if they did that i think not. honestly would i honestly i think it'd pick up better i, mean, I it think it to would too to the public, though.
0: i think your biggest i think your biggest rivalry there is steam because steam kind of does something like that all online but if you could really make it worth the developers money really make it worth the people who are coming in i think it i think it'd be a funny event I, hell if they did if they did an e3 indies expo i'd show up i would go oh, to yeah. that for it'd sure be
1: cheaper to do too i think
0: I think so. Yeah, I think so, too. You would need less space because no indie is going to show up and need like a big old like ship like Nintendo built for stuff like Nintendo would do like mazes and shit.
1: Not only that, but then you have to look at it like Nintendo probably is like, okay for us to show up, you're going to have to pay uh, or make it really cheap for us compared to like everybody else because, you know, otherwise we're not going to come.
0: Right. Well, and those indies are going to see like the Nintendos and the Sony's and be like, "Well, if they're not going, why should we?" So you you at least need one big get. You need one big get to like convince right. indies to show up. Which I we could be the big get. Who knows? Uh, I highly doubt that. And <laughs> that is the news, Josh. I do have a quiz for you.
1: Oh God, yes.
0: So last time we did this, it was Generation Two Pokemon, and Josh got zero. This time. I think Josh will get zero again. Let me get the Pokemon up on the board for everybody. I think you're right, Josh. Can you see that Pokemon?
1: I can. I can think of his name, but I can't think of his name at the same time.
0: So before we start, Josh, just remember what is online on the line here. If you get if you get more than five right, you get to pick what game I'm speed capping. If you don't, if you get under five right, I'm picking the game.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna lose this. Let's go.
0: Okay. All right, first Pokemon.
1: Oh God, I, I can see him. He's like one of the starters. I know that. I just can't think of his name.
0: And then a quick quick thing real quick for everybody. If you are listening, we do have we do have a link to this quiz in the show notes so you guys can play along and see what Pokemon Josh should know. He should obviously know this, but he doesn't. I don't.
1: I I don't know. Cool. I know it's not tree quill, cool, but
0: Close. He's called Treco, but I'm not counting it. Oh, come on. Trequil. like he's <laughs> like he's Nyquil. All right, next. Quill, but... Next Pokemon.
1: Torchic. What do you call it? Torchic.
0: Yep, correct. I
1: knew I'd get one of
0: these. You're already doing better than the last one. All right, next up. Budkip. There you go. Look at you I go, got Josh. Two. All right, here's the next one.
1: Uh, Zigzagoon. Zig, 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 zig,
0: zig, oh, he got it. There's three. Okay. All right, next Pokemon.
1: Oh, I have no idea. Face Man, I
0: don't know. Nope, that is Nose Pass. What a yeah, dumb I, name. A <laughs> next up. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It is not Pikachu.
1: I know it's not Pikachu. It's supposed to be like an... Uh, Somewhat evolution of Pikachu because there's also a minus one. You
0: Trust the it. minus touch.
1: Po- positive, I don't know.
0: Do you call him Pokey Positive?
1: <laughs> I just said Positive.
0: Pokey Pot. Po- po- <laughs> no, that is Plusle, sir.
1: Plusle, oh lord.
0: Up next.
1: He's one of the legendaries. What is his name though? Yeah, he's one of the legendaries, isn't he? Yeah,
0: he is. Uh, I'll I'll say it. I think this is like the weirdest set of legendaries. By the way,
1: yeah, because he's technically like the the, the the trio of legendary. He's not like the actual like cover of legendary,
0: right? Um, uh,
1: he's he... ISO, Frozone.
0: Mm, no, that is a Pixar character. That is Latios.
1: Latios. <laughs> I don't remember all these names. I know it's a Frozone's Pixar, but I was just like, oh, all right, it's up next. All was Frozone. That's not a I do not know that guy. I, mean, I remember
0: him, but I don't remember what his name is. That one is uh, scary. I remember it just being very scary when I first saw it. What you got?
1: DNA Don't.
0: DNA Don't? No, that's called Deoxys. Do you even Pokemon? Up next. Know,
1: uh, Rosine.
0: No, that's Rosalia. Rosalina. Nope. Ah, Darn it. And then last but not least... Who's that cutie? Uh, Cactar. I'm sorry. The correct answer was Cacnea. Oh, come on. Hey, you got three. I'm doing better. Hey, you got three. You've, you're learning your Pokemon. I'm proud of you, Josh. Was that? Did that one seem easier? Or did you that actually get to do lot. research?
1: No, one, no, I did not do research. That one seemed a lot easier.
0: Good. So I hope you're ready for Gen 4 whenever that is. Oh, God. Alright, so I get to pick the game that I'm going to speed cap. Ooh, what do I want to speed cap? This list is just terrible. Not gonna do Kingdom Hearts. (laughs) Oh, come on. No Kingdom Hearts. No. Uh you know what? I'm gonna do I'm gonna do Wind Waker. So I will speed cap Wind Waker next week. Josh will make the quiz. I'll have twenty minutes or less to basically pass the quiz. I'm sorry to do my speed cap and hit all the points that Josh wants me to hit. I think I can, I think I can do it for wind waker. I kind of know that came back head to front head to tail. All right. So the next episode comes out next Monday. What, what is next Monday? The seventh. So the next speed cap will be out January 17th. We'll be doing it over wind waker. I'm going to get a big ass number and Josh is just going to get destroyed. I am Nick fat Knight on Twitch. Also on Twitter. But you can also find me on Twitter at that Kaufman that's my more active account. Josh, where can the people find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter and on Twitch as what? I'm Josh Singh. Oh god. <laughs> I'm sitting with I honestly it's growing on me. I'm not going to lie.
0: We're also we are also on Discord. We have a we have an active Discord for Nick Fett Night. We need to we need to get a smashing game time one. We'll eventually get there unless somebody's squatting on one right now. Once again, thanks to Alex Marvin Clark for the intro and outro theme. Hunt him down. Check him out at the link in our show notes. He's got a great SoundCloud up there. Josh, anything else before we leave?
1: No, I think we're good. I mean, honestly, guys, I mean, please. I want I want reviews. I, I don't care if they're bad. I just want to read them because I feel like we keep bringing it up and nothing's happening. I want it to be roasted. Roast me.
0: Again, as Josh is saying, leave like and leave a review anywhere you guys listen. We will read them on the air. We want to make fun. We want to make Josh cry. So just leave a review that Josh will cry for. Uh, I'll cry live. Josh, go ahead and guess how long this episode was.
1: Uh, hour and twenty-four minutes.
0: You are cheating. It was an hour twenty. All right, everyone. Oh, I'm good. This is smashing game time. Find us wherever you like your podcast. Like, follow, subscribe, do all that stuff. We'll see you next time for the speed cap of Wind Waker. Say bye, Josh.
1: Bye, everybody.